I think we are live for the Grind Mastermind episode 11. Right. It's uh, it's July, it's man. Wild. July 3rd, yeah. 2023. The year Q is flying. Q3. Q3. And we're flying. Yeah. How's it going? It's going pretty well. As I was saying before we turn this on, I'm going to be on a vacation starting tomorrow in New York. So if anyone's listening and is in New York, wants to meet up, I'm going to be there until the 11th, just for some exploring, some, yeah, I've only been in New York for three days in the past so far, so it's going to be nice to have a full week to see what's around. I saw that it's pretty hot in New York, like 30 degrees Celsius, which is pretty crazy coming to, from the UK as well. It's fun. It's 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 too bad. We were just saying I'm actually going on the 21st, so I'm I'm going to visit 10 days after you leave. I have a few good yeah. friends that live there actually. So, I love to visit New York. I don't think I could ever live there cuz it's yeah. just too busy for me, but uh great city to visit, great food. So, oh, yeah. I think you'll have I, fun. I I use ChatGPT to give me a huge list of food places and recommendations. Like divided by themes, and then I have all my locations. I asked it to give me a couple of good, um, like experiences, activities around the mafia in New York, mafia history in New York. So there's lots of good mm. stuff. <laughs> Very cool. Anyways, before we get too much into AI, why don't we jump in, and then we can talk about it in yeah. our uh, tool I section. I can go through my goals. So what did I have? Oh yeah, let me pull them up the here. Last week. So I was supposed to uh, basically S test my weekly YouTube posting schedule. First one. Yeah. So I did that. How did it go? And uh, it was helpful because it made me realize that I cannot and don't want to edit YouTube videos. <laughs> so I edited the first one, which was kind of like the pilot for the new like version of the channel. But the problem was that that video was just two minutes and a half, three, and that was fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I started editing the new, the second video that I recorded, which at the end, like post editing, um, comes out at around seven minutes and it was a nightmare <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as i started i basically headed to upwork and uh, <laughs> i found a really great video editor from the philippines again so it's been working out pretty well he edited his first video which is coming out in 40 minutes actually it's scheduled oh, on youtube so if you Get want to add on hot. to the conversion alchemy youtube channel you'll see that soon and yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward process. It's great. You should definitely, um, well, two things. Number one, I mean, video editors are a dime a dozen at this point. So it definitely makes sense to outsource it if you don't like it. I bet you there's some good AI tools where you could just like drag and drop your video and it'll edit for you using AI. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're not great yet. What I found, maybe we'll talk about this at the end. There's some really good AI tools and they're good. Like they're not great, you know? Like you can see that in six to 12 months they're gonna replace humans, but like they're not perfect yet. But anyways, that's why yeah, you like gotta get started, right? 
It's only like when you tool. when you do it that first rep that you find out yeah. what you like, what you don't like, and you can adjust. Yeah. So like how, how did the first you... few videos go? Uh, I so I'm gonna post this one today, and I recorded another one this morning that I plan on posting next week. So the the schedule uh remains the same that i had in mind so four videos a month which are one is kind of like a how-to lesson video then i'm posting a website teardown which doesn't require much editing so i i'll probably just do that myself you can basically do it automatically with the script just cutting the the silent the word the silences and the the ums and the so and the third one of the month is going to be uh, a process video. So kind of a mix of me talking briefly and then showing the screen, showing how I do something. So the video that I recorded this morning was that kind of video. And it's all about productivity. So looking at my processes, systems, tools that I use. And then the last one, which is kind of a, still an idea kind of an experiment that I'm pretty excited to try though it's uh, you know the the founders podcast that you yeah. you, you link to me so I've been it's basically that. going it's going to be kind of the the idea same idea but revolving around copywriters marketers basically master persuaders but also looking at books that teach the art of persuasion and maybe marketing so the goal is for those video basically to go through my notes for that book read the notes comment on the notes give my thoughts and ideas examples of how i applied those for clients so yeah it's a great idea. like any, anything between 30 minutes to one hour they could be i have no idea and as far as the video is just it's gonna be no video so keeping it super simple for those um, and just so we'll, posting them on YouTube with an image and repurposing them on like audio podcast uh, yeah, platforms. You definitely got to do the audio. Setting up, yeah, yeah. man, setting up podcasts super easy. The hardest part is just creating an account for like the 75 million podcast platforms, you know? Ah, but once you, have to do it once you pick the one. host, like for example, I use uh, Podbean and. Um, once you get that set up, you just you just like take the RSS feed and then you go to Amazon Music and Spotify, blah, and you plug okay. in the link and it sets it up there. And then once you set it up once, it just auto pushes. Setting up podcasting is actually quite easy. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. I've been loving that podcast. Let me. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been listening not only to his podcast, which is great. Founders he had a great podcast reposted about Michael Jordan couple days ago yeah i but, saw him but post also, on linkedin i'm gonna have to listen to that one but i've also been listening to a lot of podcasts where david the guy who does it was uh was a guest just because i wanted to hear like about his story about he how he came up with the idea and how he does it and his process and everything and it's super interesting the guy is obsessed with uh, like doing the hard work like grinding every day grinding but it out, just man. because that's what he loves to do and it's also kind of what reminded me yeah i got a passion for uh, like learning copywriting learning this stuff persuasion psychology 
So I'm curious to see if I'm going to like it as much as he does. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it, it seems like push me. in your case, you're doing that work anyways, right? You're reading these books, you're taking notes. Yeah. So yeah. really all you're doing is sitting down with those notes and like talking about it for an extra 30, 40, 60 minutes. See yeah. how it goes. That's It's a good idea. I've been loving the, uh, the podcast. He does a really good job. How did he get started? Like, did he just start recording these episodes on the side and eventually it kind of blew up? Yeah, yeah, but it took like four years for him. Right. So it's, it, start, it started in 2018, I think. A four so. year overnight <laughs> success, as they say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So the, the YouTube schedule's underway. So what about record two to three Facebook ad videos and then you also had create three yeah. landing pages for productized services? So landing pages... Uh, didn't do that. Not a priority, really. So do you want to take had... that off or do you want to keep it on? Yeah, for now we can take that off. <clears throat> Especially because I'm going to be on location. So. But I, I had to deliver a couple of projects for clients, so I prioritized those. As far as the Facebook ads, yeah, I recorded one video ad and I tried it for a week and a week and a half, I think, but it wasn't doing great. I guess it's both. I'm not still great at doing those kinds of videos and at managing facebook ads uh pretty simple i mean pretty like casual <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah I, I i think with facebook ads there's still, still too much stuff that i have to learn so right now it they are on pause because last week even just the normal one that would bring in two three subscribers a day last week that it, that it was running it was maybe like one every two days so I yeah. just stopped it and for now I think the new plan, a better direction could be focusing on YouTube and this content, YouTube and newsletter and use those to channel like, yeah, use YouTube and the podcast maybe, new podcast to channel the newsletter rather than relying on Facebook ads and paying. So see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you're always paying. It just depends on what you're paying. Are you paying with time or are you paying with cash? Yeah, right? that's true. So, True. but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer of like, pick one medium first and crush that first and then look to bring in a second, right? Like if you can ramp mm -hmm. up YouTube, the thing is with something like YouTube, it'll be slower growth at the yeah, start, yeah. right? Which is fine, but, but more organic. I'm prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're fine to ride it out, man, then. And um, also I've been using that tool, you know, the, I don't know, I don't know mm -hmm. if you mentioned or. I found it out, but it's called VidIQ. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. And and I looked. Did you upgrade? I looked. Yeah, yeah. Because even uh, even the uh, free plan uh, uh, gives you like pretty good info. I can only imagine the paid plan is probably great. Yeah, it's great <laughs> because it also gives you a kind of a checklist when you post a video. Like, did you do all these things? Blah blah. Right. And uh, <clears throat> it was interesting to see how the copywriting niche there's a quite a, it gives you like a meter right of the how many searches and the competition and it's got high searches but like low competition so it was pretty interesting mm. to see it would be nice to see how <coughs> my video do if i follow like all the hashtags all the i'll be interested search, to follow YouTube search engine follow that along yeah and and eventually too, if you get a couple of videos doing well, you could throw money at those, right? You could always yeah, run yeah. YouTube ads, and see. Uh, look at look at my assistant for today. Those of you watching on YouTube, uh -huh. <laughs> pretty relaxed. We have pretty a, chill. Yeah, we have a foster cat. I 
I haven't really <laughs> seen a cat sleep like that. Like, I've seen dogs, <laughs> but she, like, sleeps on her back with her legs out. It's pretty funny. She's a good cat. She looks pretty fat. <clears throat> she could use a few pounds, shall we say. Or she, or lo- she could afford to lose a few pounds. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so Chris's goals. Um, so I can delete the YouTube one. <clears throat> so, well, let me just ask you this. What the heck are your goals for the next two weeks? Enjoy my vacation. That's one goal. Enjoy <laughs> vacation. Hey, it's important, the other one, right? I, the other one is probably just... Um, let me check a few things that I had, actually, for these next days. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, try the podcast video experiment. That's one. Try the podcast. Okay. And the other one, I had to finalize. Uh, I want to kind of revisit and restructure my ClickUp setup, project management, just because it's been a while and I want to make it a bit more efficient. So that's one thing. All right. Did, did I tell you that I scored uh, a guest post with ClickUp? No. Yes, That's I did. Big. I actually I, I pitched them a year ago and they got back to me Jeez. like two or three weeks ago. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's gonna be nice. Especially because it's around it's basically a guide to conversion copywriting. So hmm. I don't think like none of the like the, the pros in the conversion copywriting world wrote anything for ClickUp, so it's a good chance for me to stand out a bit. That'll be some good domain authority, that's for sure. <clears throat> 86. Nice. <laughs> Damn. All right. So Chris, for the next two weeks, is going to enjoy his vacation. Try the podcast video experiment. I'm interested. Let me um, let me know when the first episode's up because I've been loving his podcasts and I really like that style. So I would listen to those and. Uh, what what episodes? <clears throat> the uh, David. Uh, what's his name? David Senra. Sen- Senra. Yeah. So if if you're doing that kind of style. Because I've ah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. got oh, it the podcast. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then restructure your ClickUp setup. I've been I've been getting into a good routine where <clears throat> um, I'm going to the gym like four or five times a week in the morning, and now I've just been sticking my earphones in, and I could crush yeah. like one episode per morning. Yeah. Um, not I'd say like seventy five percent of an epi- of an episode per morning. I listen on like one point two, one point three. Mm-hmm. And by the time I put it in, walk down to the gym, and then usually I go for a little walk after. So it's like 45 yeah. minutes, so you can like crush most of an episode. But, do, do you find that maybe before, like maybe sometimes you don't want to listen to one of those episodes because you want to read the book and you don't want him to spoil it to you or no? Not, not really. Um, if if anything, I use it as like a gauge. I it's, it's interesting. I find he does a great job of like summarizing the key points summarizing the key story but he doesn't go into full detail right and he'll even say like oh yeah and then the last you know the last hundred pages he kind of talks about this and blah 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 and it's not as important for this show you know what i mean yeah and then he gives his recommendation oh this is a great book or oh this is a good book so um i've listened to some of his episodes on books i've already read just because you know Mm -hmm. i read them a while ago yeah because you know how it is, right? You read a book, for me at least, a year and a half later, I forget 80% of the book. 
right? Yeah. So that's why, like, the really good books I reread every couple of years, and like the really cool people too, like like Munger. It's just like I just like Munger. I'll re I'll listen to anything about Charlie Munger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, it's also it's also I I really like how he's able to connect different lessons from different books that he's read. Because after yeah. reading, I don't know, 300 books that he's read, he's able to kind of connect ideas between them. And, and yeah. maybe like, he's talking about Michael Jordan. He tells you about, oh, this is how Warren Buffett does this, then Michael Jordan does. I, I wonder if, um, I've I've been wondering whether he has that in his notes. Because he'll be like off the cuff, he'll be like, oh yeah, and Charlie talks about this. And that's similar to what Warren talked about in episode 124. Yeah, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, wait, did he just recall the episode number off the top of his head? No, no, or he, is he that in actually, his notes? He can actually <laughs> recall episodes. because I've, I'm sure I've, he does, I've listened, yeah. I've listened to interviews where he doesn't have anything... Like there's a video and you can talk oh, to yeah? him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. I love it. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. I've been following on LinkedIn now, too. Man, social media is crazy, right? Because you can, like, find a podcaster that you love and then go find them on a medium like LinkedIn. Like, for example, <clears throat> last week he released an episode about that there's a new Steve Jobs book out, apparently. Yeah. And it, so. It, it's uh, free. Is the, it? The book is free. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't you know can that. The, you can download the electronic copy, and it's super nice. So, like, a lot of uh, images, color images. Oh, yeah. that, okay. I'm going to have to check it out. But anyways, I commented, and I was like, Hey, David, like, love your content. Do you like? Did you like this book more than Isaacson, like the Isaacson biography? And I forget what he said now, but he answered. And I was like, that's really cool. You know, like, you can, yeah. you can just... It's so much easier these days to connect, potentially, with some of these people. But anyways... Mm-hmm. All right, so let's switch over at the halfway mark. <clears throat> yeah. What so about you, what you've been up to? Um, it's been a pretty good few weeks. We're still we're slowly growing on the on the Visto side. We're slowly growing. We're we're getting into some of those like classic growth pains, where it's like now we ha- we actually have more paying clients, which is good. But then it's like new feature requests, customer support chat is getting busier. So we think we might raise a little bit more money just so we can like hire a couple more people because things are going well, our products looking really good, but we want to add in a couple like more key features, but engineering has slowed a little bit because now Alex, he's our CTO, he's still building new features, but now we've got more clients. So you got to like answer those support chat messages and stuff. So, you know, it's a lot to handle. Meanwhile, I'm doing all the sales and the marketing and the onboarding and the admin and the finance. So anyways, let me go through these items first. 30 plus cold calls per day. I did that for about half. And then the last week, partly I got sick and partly I got so booked with demos that some days I couldn't get that many cold calls in. Um but I'm going to keep it on the list because I just want to keep doing it as many days as I can. It's it's just interesting. If if you keep up that outreach, at least for us, um, and I'm assuming this would be the same, like if you can just keep up your, your cold outbound, it keeps the funnel moving pretty well, which I guess is like kind of obvious. But anyways, it's kind of nice to see. Um, confirm repurpose strategy from LinkedIn content, short videos for, yeah, so I was able to, so I've gotten into like a decent groove on social where, um, I post on LinkedIn every day, five days a week. 
Um, and then I haven't been posting native content onto TikTok and Shorts, but what I've been doing is I go live with you every two weeks. You know, we talk about our business journey, and then I go live every two weeks on LinkedIn, and I talk more about immigration stuff, right? Like immigration updates, news, blah blah blah. And so is with that, that on, on Fridays. Yeah, every second Friday. So the problem was like a couple of weeks ago. Usually we've been one one. So like one week I'll have our podcast, mm. the next week I'll have that. But now we're all mixed up and it's on the same day. <laughs> well, this is yeah. this is obviously a Monday. But anyways, the couple days where they fall in on the same days is kind of rough because then I have like almost two hours of live video recording, which is fine. But when you're trying to get a whole bunch of other stuff done, so I'm gonna get it back. I'm gonna shift around my calendar so that it's like one 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 but i think the i think like one of the best social media strategies you can have especially if you want to play the the video content game is like once every week or two do a long form piece of content and then just chop it up um, mm -hmm. and that's what i've been doing so i chop up and I'll, maybe i'll talk about this at the end I've, I've been using an ai tool i'll just mention it now screw it I've been using, I think we've mentioned it in past episodes, but I've been using it. It's called Opus yeah. Pro. I think we talked about it. I'll throw it in the show notes again with the other tools. It's yeah. quite good. It's not amazing, right? So for example, you would get a better result by paying somebody to do it, but it's a tenth of the price and it works in three minutes. You know what I mean? So, and I'm assuming it's only going to get better. So like, we we record this we throw it up on youtube i take the youtube link i paste it into opus pro and five minutes later it just generates 10 clips with full captions it's nuts it's so, totally nuts so what what do you think it's working now in the tool and what doesn't work so well because i tried it for mine but it was just a two two like three minute video so it didn't make sense for this new video that's coming out the the editor is also going to create the short clips Mm -hmm. But obviously, if I could use a cheaper tool, that would be better. So what did you find out? I, I think the two parts where it's lacking is like, number one, I don't know if it picks the best clips yet. Some of them are very good. Some of them are like either kind of random or like overlapping. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll make one clip that's a minute and one clip that's a minute and like 20 seconds of each is the same. And I see why, because it like what it claims is that it finds the most like vir you know the highest vir virality potential, right? So I guess maybe if if that like overlapping twenty seconds is really good, maybe you actually want it in like multiple clips. So number one is, yeah, I don't think it's amazing at picking the best parts yet. And number two, some of the editing stuff is a little finicky. Like how you can change the format and the head, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's quite, like I said, it's quite good if you don't want to pay someone to do your, your editing um, and or, you know, the video doesn't have to be perfect, the clips doesn't have to be perfect. You're more just trying to like push out content. I think it's a great option and I think it's only going to get better. Um, I'm sure there's some competitors too, maybe worth checking out. I don't know what they are. I haven't tried them yet, but this one's been pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a great strategy, right? Every week or two, do a long-form piece of video and then just cut it up and use that to post on Reels, on Shorts, on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. So that's been good. Um, Cross-promo outreach on letter growth. 
so I've done a little bit of that actually by email again. I forgot to do it on Discord. So let me keep this one in. I've, I've had a couple... Go? Sorry? How did the email go? Uh, the emails went a little bit better this time. I think, I think you know, I used your script. And I think maybe part of it's luck. Um, but mm. part of it's obviously the text that you use. But I've had a couple respond. I've also had a couple reach out to me in the last, like, month. So that's been uh, good. Um, or, or maybe also the fit of the newsletter, like what type of what types of newsletter you reach out to? Yeah, I mean, I always go under the solopreneur subcategory, so it's like pretty good. Um, so I'm going to keep that in. I, I do want to keep doing the outreach for that on the Discord specifically. Let me highlight that because I think I still sent emails. Uh, and Paul, if you're out there, please build in in-app messaging. Please, but anyways, I'll, I'll check. I'm sure the Discord's more active. And then, lastly, think about a strategy for immigration AI community. So this actually went really well. So what happened was, I just said screw it, and I just launched a Discord community. Huh. I guess we haven't been on in a while, eh? It's been like three, four weeks. So yeah. it just like kept coming up where like immigration professionals kept kind of like asking about AI and stuff. So one day I was just like, screw it. I, I, upda I already had like an old Visto Discord thingy set up. So I rejigged it. I, you know, I rewrote the description, took 15 minutes. And I just started inviting people. I posted about it on LinkedIn. And I just started inviting people. So for the last like month, every Tuesday at 5.30, we've been going, not live, we've been having a voice chat on Discord. And it's for Canadian immigration professionals who want to talk about AI. And it's gone really well. They've been like anywhere from like three to seven people each week. And uh, we just talk for like 40, 50 minutes. Hey, what tools are you using? Are you using ChatGPT? Anything else? What do you think? How do you think this is going to change our industry in the future? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and it makes for interesting conversation. And then last week, there was an event in Toronto called Collision, and if a couple of our clients were going to be in for Collision, so I did it in person. So last Tuesday, we actually met Tuesday night and had dinner at a restaurant downtown, and there were like seven or eight of us, and it was great. So I, I think there's a good opportunity for us to do some more community building around this, where like right. there's not, there's plenty of communities, but there's not communities for, you know, this group of people to talk about things like AI and technology. So, um, I don't really have a goal for that. I mean, I just want to keep, I'm just going to keep running it with that weekly call. So for, for the next two weeks, three plus cold calls per day, cross promo outreach on letter growth. And I'm just going to write, like, figure out fundraising. Try the idea, we talked about it in the past, the idea of running kind of like a book club in a community. Um, well, that, I would say like that doesn't align as well. Like, oh. it, it's mostly to talk about the tech side. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's not no, really about... I mean, maybe maybe it'll, maybe it'll, it'll evolve into that. We do talk a little bit about that stuff, right? Inevitably, we talk a little bit about... Because most of these immigration professionals are running their own firms. So there is some chat about entrepreneurship, running a business, solopreneurship, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't say it's like the key piece. So... I'll keep tabs on it. If it veers more in that direction, could potentially do that. But for where it is right now, 
it's it's also like nice and easy because it's low commitment, right? We just have one chat a week. I'll post a few times throughout the week and send reminders and share tools and stuff. But yeah. other than that, it's one voice chat a week. They've been going really well. So uh, so we'll see. So yeah, and I mean, it's summer now, right? Think people are slowing down. People go on vacation. It'll be interesting to see how the next few months go. So um, yeah. I'm going away for a few weekends over the next month or two. So anyways. Okay, should we do... Uh, we're almost at the 30-minute mark here. Should we do some uh, books and tools? Yeah. So I've been finishing a couple of books. I'm, I'm still on my one book a week streak. Oh, boy. And the last one that I've been finished, that I finished is... Still by Scott Adams, so I've been going on Scott Adams' spree. It's uh, Win Bigly. Persuasion in a it's world what? where facts don't matter. Winning Bigly? Win, win Bigly. Win Bigly. And it's basically about... Uh, yeah. Uses like the Trump election to talk about like how he used persuasion techniques. So And it's not like pro or, or against Trump. It mostly just tells you... Yeah, different persuasion techniques that uh, that Trump used or that are used in politics. So it's pretty interesting and yeah, good reminder of how irrational people can be and um, <laughs> of the cognitive bias or the confirmation bias that we have. So that was a yeah. really good one. What about you? Um, I've been reading um the 48 laws of power it's a mm. it's a big book yeah i mean not only is it big but it's dense right not in a bad way it's just like it's a lot of pages right it's like f i think just under 500 pages but it every page is packed right like not only are they big pages but then he has those like little stories in the margin you know what yeah, i mean yeah. you read it right quotes yeah. I started, it's probably got like a quarter. I also have his seduction and mastery books, but I, I right. didn't finish uh, any of them. It's, I, it's I think super they're like the best way, probably the best way to read them is not to like go from start to the end, but like look at the table of contents and look at the lessons and, and think, okay, what do I need to learn now? And use it yeah. as kind of like a one, like a tip. And, and he mentions that in the forward too. He's like, you can read it front to back or you can use it as like a manual. You know what I mean? So I haven't read it before, so I am reading it front to back. There are, I mean, to, as a quick summary, it's exactly what the title says. It's 48 laws and he talks about how, you know, you should follow each one if you want to quote unquote, you know, get more power. And so some of them I kind of skim through. Some of them apply to you much more than others. Some of them translate better or worse to like modern day, right? Because what he's done is based what it seems, and I think he mentions this in in the in the preclude or whatever it's called, the foreword, where he basically has like rummaged through like thousands of books and stories and history and blah blah blah. And what I really like is he tells he talks about these laws using stories, right? But it's a lot mm -hmm. of like you know. 15th century this and 600 BC that which is cool they're interesting stories but some of it's like 
oh, you know, if you, you know, don't stay too close to the king if you want to blah, you know what I mean? So yeah, some of it's not, a little bit less... Relatable. Maybe. Yeah. I think you can certainly apply them all, but some of them may be not needed as much or as important as much. It's very interesting. I think one of, one of the things that, I, that keeps coming to my head is kind of like, huh, I never really thought of it that way. You know what I mean? And I, and I like those kinds of books. But as big and as long as it is, and, in, as, and as dense as it is, it still is quite an easy read. He's a good writer. It's very succinct. He, he uses a lot of stories, which makes it much more interesting. So I think it's really cool. It's just going to take me a little bit longer to yeah. finish because I, I only read at night, whereas I'm listening to podcasts in the morning and I'm flying through those. So Are you still also reading fantasy books or, or doesn't hold? I put it on pause. I finished that first book, um, City of Brass, which was very good. And I have the second one, but I had gotten back from vacation. I kind of wanted to get back into like a business personal development book. So I'll probably start reading the second one at some point soon. Uh, it's a really good first book was really good. So, um, yeah, you, you, you had a couple, no? Yeah. I'm going through the shadow of the gods book which is really really good the, the only problem is yeah i don't have much time so it's typically before going to bed well how do you minutes, how do you break minutes. up what you're reading when uh it's my, most of my reading right now is just listening to audiobooks in the morning and taking notes while i'm at the gym those two right. hours and then throughout the day, maybe lunchtime, I'll have another 20 minutes reading a, a Kindle book that I'm reading. And yeah, before going to bed, that fantasy book. But right. it's 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I, I actually want to spend some time while I'm in New York or like travel, especially traveling there uh, to read the fantasy book. Yeah, on the plane at night. In the morning with a coffee, whatever. There's a lot of nice parks in New York. You could just, like, you know, set up for a couple hours with your brother. Yeah, I already planned my workouts as well. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Um, all of those books and tools will be in the show notes. Anything else, I Chris? actually have one one more tool that I wanted to oh, yeah. recommend that I'm trying. Uh, especially because you like networking and... Keep in touch with people. It's called Clay. Clay. How do you uh, C L A Y? Yeah. Clay Network. Just uh, Clay dot Earth. No, it's uh, personal CRM. Oh yeah, yeah. Clay dot Earth. Yeah, yeah. So personal CRM. Unlock the full so power of your relationships. AI powered tools for cultivating amazing personal and professional relationships. Looks pretty nice. I'm trying it out. It's a cool and uh, page. it basically links all your contacts from everywhere, like phone, different social media, everything. Basically, it gives you like one single interface that you can merge multiple contacts. Like for example, for you, I have if I go on your card, I have all your information from all your social media contents, uh, oh, contact. Wow. Um, yeah, so. And it also remind it shows you whenever someone changes something, like on their YouTube, uh, the bio, so you can keep in touch. So, huh? And it, you can send reminders, notes, 
So yeah, it's pretty looks pretty nice. I'm still not sure if I'm going to keep using it, but I'm trying it out. Are you on the free plan? I think I'm on the trial. trial okay, yeah, try plan. it free. Yeah. I'll be inter I've I've actually thought about that before of like a, you know, building like an app that's kind of like a web of all your contacts and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious to hear uh, how it goes. Yeah, the actual like the actual like um, top feature that they are they're still in beta, I think, it's called Nexus, and basically it's supposed to it, it gives you kind of like a chat screen, search like a search bar, and you can search anything like uh, for example, I'm going to New York next week. Who do I know in New York? And it shows you all the people that you know in New York. Or it's a great idea. Who's in Who's interested in books uh, in uh, in Italy and <laughs> shows you all the people you know what I, I thought about I've thought about that over the years the the two examples that come to mind is like number one I've thought like just walking down a random street or like you're sitting in a coffee shop and I'm like could someone in this shop be someone that's in my network and I just don't know mm. you know what I mean yeah obviously that's a little bit different but then the other one was last week I was reading someone's profile on LinkedIn, who I like kind of know, I've like known a little bit over the years. And at the bottom of his profile was like, I love reading business books, reach out if you like need any recommendations or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn, I've talked to that guy like many times. And we've never made that connection before. You know what I mean? So it's like, what if ah, if I had like brought that up, maybe things would have gone better or gone different or what mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it sounds like a cool way to kind of bridge that gap. So yeah, keep us posted uh, mm -hmm. on the next episode. Alrighty, folks. Well, I think that's it for episode 11. Thanks for tuning in. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you're subscribed. If you can leave a review, that always helps. If you think a friend or family member might uh, be interested, send it their way. Other than that, you can find all the stuff in the show notes. You can find links to Chris and I's blogs in the show notes as well. Chris, anything else before we head out? No, oh, uh, I'm good. Awesome. I actually had, yeah, one last thing. I had a really nice in-person meetup last Friday with 20-something uh, other copywriters for the, I don't know if you know, copy hackers. It's, uh, I've heard of it, yeah. Probably, yeah, so basically I met with uh, Joanna Weeb, she's the founder of Copy Hackers, and other copy pros in London. It was a super nice evening connecting with other copywriters. Actually, I should do more of that. So not only like trying to network for clients, but also network with competitors in a way, just connecting, sharing ideas. It's nice and it yeah, helps you learn things that you maybe you're not seeing or there's some yeah, there's something about in person right it was the same thing like last week we did this dinner in person and it's a lot of fun and i always leave going should do more stuff in person you know yeah just because it's gotten so easy with remote and technology to like do everything remote yeah but yeah there's something there's a little bit of magic there about in person so yeah i, th I think that's probably a good thing to try and infuse a little bit more of Cool. So I think that's it for episode 11. Chris, have a safe trip to New Thank York. You. 
Um, and we will see everybody in the next episode. Big soon. See you. See you.